telling you what, man, there are some sick people out there. Man, we're going to be talking about a story about a six-year-old kid, I believe. He was running a lemonade stand, raising money for St. Jude's, and his lemonade stand was robbed. What is going on in this country now that somebody robs a lemonade stand? Is it getting that bad where people no longer have any morality that they have to go steal from a little kid's lemonade stand who's out there trying to raise money for a charity. Bikers came to the rescue, man. They did. They really came out and helped this kid. Check it out. Around a young boy this morning after the lemonade stand he set up for a good cause was robbed. As News 13 reported last week, six-year-old Connor Brock was determined to raise $250 for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital as part of their lemonade stand in July challenge. But thieves cleared out all of his supplies and snacks. After seeing our story, multiple motorcycle groups rallied together to support Connor. If you're not a part of the solution, you're definitely part of the problem. And if we can, be, if we can help in any way, shape, or form, we're going to. They're not the only ones helping Connor. An anonymous donation was also dropped off at the Belen Police Department. And the New Mexico Gas Company also pitched in by donating money and building Connor a new lemonade stand. A lot of good freaking biker clubs out there, riding clubs, associations. I seen uh, uh, what's it called? The Moose Riders out there. Great stuff there. They actually help Moose Heart in Batavia, Illinois. It's an orphanage and uh, Moose Haven down in florida retirement community also the combat vets were out there and some others but i just can't believe that's what this world's coming to when a lemonade stand is getting robbed no morality anymore now our next story is actually the main story about a senior mongols uh member could you imagine not being able to invite whoever you want to your own wedding? You know, a wedding's a special day. You want to have all your friends and family around. But because you live in New Zealand or Australia, one of the two, they're almost the same to me, but they're two different countries, by the way, because I'm going to get hell for that one. You can't do that because the anti-bikey laws. And... It seems like a member was having his wedding and he had some people there that he shouldn't have and he got fined. Yes, they could have put him in jail. Let's see here. Put him in jail for up to five years on this one. Talking about craziness, how it is over there, but it also lets you appreciate some of the protections we got here in the United States. One thing I do know is Australia, New Zealand, you guys go way too far, man, way too far. Taking, you know, everybody gave up their guns in the 90s or something like that. And now you give up these type of laws for security from the so-called boogeyman. You're really taking your own rights away. They might be targeting bikies over there, but you can be next. Senior Mongols biker Jason Gatorov. Oh, Jason has been fined for breaking an anti-partnership ordinance at the wedding. He is the first person in WA 
to be convicted of violating an anti-partnership notice after inviting bike friends he was banned from associating to his wedding. He's 47, appeared at a Rockingham Magistrates Court after being charged with six counts of having twice or more contact with a named offender earlier in the day. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it does say there was a video, but I guess there's not. Uh, the, uh, the violations, I guess, were committed between September 2022 20, uh, and June 2023 and also included his wedding where a covert police drone can't even have a wedding anymore without the cops being all over the place caught him mingling with underworld kings. In court, he admitted violating the police over order and pleaded guilty to all six counts. Now, they said the maximum sentence is five years in prison, but he was only fined 2000 He was hit in August with an unlawful personal ad aimed at stopping him from contacting a number of criminals for three years. This kind of reminds me of the stuff guys have to do, uh, go through on parole here, though. Uh, there are many people he is not allowed to see under the order, including a number of well-known biker partners. It's just funny how the news talks about bikers over there. Uh, wow. Uh, I guess gang crime investigators raided a Rockingham property early Monday and arrested and charged him at his place of work. The Mongol turned rebel boss. Okay, I guess uh, he's no longer a member. He is a rebel now. Is the second bikey to be given the order and the first to be charged. So he must have been a Mongol at the time that this all happened. And a lot of people do get confused, and I understand. Over in Australia, New Zealand, they jump clubs in a heartbeat over there. And I can tell you. Actually, now we're going to go to some good stuff here. Thousands of bikers are roaring into Memphis this week. Uh, it goes on to say, I know how they build up this story. Memphis, that rumble you may hear this week is caused by motorcycles. Oh, we're all stupid. Treat us like little children now. Thousands of motorcycles, tens of thousands of motorcycles. Quote, we are possibly expecting anywhere from 50 to 100,000 people showing up, said Lissandra Treble, who rides under the name Miss Prissy and whose bike of choice is a 2020 Indian Challenger. It goes on to say the Memphis tourism president, Kevin Kane, said they're expecting about 30 G's out there as far as people. Uh, bikers by the thousands will roar into the former fairgrounds area at Liberty Park for what the uh, treble calls one of the biggest motorcycle rallies in the country. The 46th annual National Bikers Roundup. Rock on, man. That's going on in Tennessee. Next one we got, uh, I do not know if you all know this, but Danny Lyons was a very famous biker photographer. Uh, I believe it was in the 70s. He caught a lot of those iconic outlaw MC pics. Well, they are basing this movie, The Bike Riders, and I guess it's rolling into theaters this winter, and it's going to feature Boyd Holbrook, Norman Reedus, and more. Uh, let's see here. 
Jeff Nichols' long, gestating biker epic, The Bike Riders, will roll in the theaters in time for the holiday season. The star-studded film will go up, I guess, December 1st. The Bike Riders boast uh, Tom Hardy, Austin Butler, Jody Comar, Boyd Halbrick, Norman Reedus, uh, and this is going to be based on the legendary uh, photographer Danny Lyons' 68 photo book of the same name for which he actually joined and traveled with a motorcycle club. And that was the outlaws, uh, Danny's lions at 68. Uh, the film will follow the history of a fictional mid century Midwest biker club detailing its initial beginnings as a refuge for misfits and outsiders and charting its gradual descent into a violent Oh, There we go. There we go. Violent criminal organization leading to a conflict with the club's original members. This mirrors the path that many motorcycle clubs took in those years. Initially founded by veterans dissatisfied by uh, society, many motorcycle clubs became brutal criminal gangs dealing in drugs, prostitution, and violence. So it sounded like a good deal, but uh, then all of a sudden it went into that stuff. So I won't be watching, even though Danny Lyons was a real good photographer. Again, a lot of iconic pictures he, he took, but it's just sad that they're going to take that kind of stuff and turn it into something bad. That's just, you know what? Those were hardcore times, man. Nobody's going to tell you a lie about that. They were hardcore times, but that's just what it is. That was the past. You're not getting away with any of that crap no more. But that's the narrative that cops and the media is always going to push, man. Sad state of affairs. Why do you think people are now working into their 70s? Do you think that it's because inflation, everything's expensive, people just can't get by anymore, that they got to work so long? Coming up right now on uh, the Motorcycle Madhouse second half, we're going to be talking about uh, this very thing with China Dow. We'll be right back. Rock on. Join the Insane Throttle Members Only Club on YouTube or Spotify and receive exclusive content. Your membership in the Throttle Club helps keep the show going strong. is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't give the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Introducing the all-new service from Insane Throttle Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. 24-7 and nothing but the best in 80s till today. Rock and metal, baby. And here's an added bonus. You can now listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Show with Hollywood and China now live on the air. Go to MotorcycleMadhouse.com. And bookmark the radio station and get down with the king of bikers. Oh, oh, oh. 
song for the broken hearted I was going to kick uh, China down in the Chalupa. <laughs> I just had to make it up. Since it's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, since it's Taco Tuesday, I got to kick you in the Chalupa. <laughs> so 
So that means my hoo-ha, my cooter pocket. Your cooter pocket, because you had to go down to the other store, the yeah. Piggly Wiggly, oh because uh, it was out. You know, Dollar Gentrol is really slacking on their returns on cooter pockets. So yeah, <laughs> I had to go over to the Piggly Wiggly because they have them on sale right now. What did yours cost? Like a dollar? 50 cents. 50 cents after uh, the special, huh? After the after the rewards. <laughs> <laughs> ah, growing number of American workers are now working past 75. We are going to talk about this. I am upset this morning. Are you cranky? I'm crankier than shit. Why if you you're cranky? in union, get the fucking hell out of the union. Get out of it. They're worthless. Can you believe a 99-year-old company went out of business? And that was yellow trucking. 99 years because the damn Teamsters wouldn't settle now you got to remember and i don't know why the members of this union were so stupid there is nowhere else that they're going to get paid like they were getting paid in the trucking industry actually the only unionized trucking in, uh, companies were yellow and ups so basically the union drove the company out of business can you believe that that's just like the United Auto Workers Union closed our Belvedere plant because they can't afford to, it gone. It's gone. 30,000 jobs are gone. 22,000 of those were Teamsters. Mm -hmm. How do you like your freaking company now, you jackasses? I got a uh, little deal here. Little deal. And maybe Rich can jump in because he's a damn truck driver. Again, with questions and frustration as a major trucking company is shutting down. The Teamsters Union says Yellow Corporation has filed for bankruptcy. That company employs tens of thousands of people, including workers at a facility in Ben Salem. Action News reporter Trish Hartman is joining us there live now from Ben Salem. Trish, many workers are wondering what's next. Well, that's right, and any workers that did show up today to work at Yellow Corporation here in Ben Salem found this. The gates were locked, and there's a sign up here on the gate saying that operations have ceased, and there's a phone number so customers could call. Now, about 100 employees were here at Ben Salem that we were told, and it's just a small portion of the 30,000 employees company-wide. Employees stood outside the yellow trucking facility on State Road in Ben Salem. The gates are locked and a sign posted says all company operations have ceased as of Sunday at noon. John Figueroa has worked for yellow for 28 years. I had a feeling, but I wasn't sure. I never got a phone call. I never got nothing in the mail saying that we were actually closed. According to Teamsters International, the union was served legal notice on Sunday that Yellow Corporation was shutting down operations and filing for bankruptcy. The freight company was nearly 100 years old and employed about 30,000 workers. 22,000 of them were union jobs. Longtime drivers we spoke with today were not happy. With all the givebacks that we've given this company in the last 18 years, that they would have been able to get their stuff together and 
and make it a profitable again. Yellow, which handled shipping for large retailers like Walmart and Home Depot, received a $700 million pandemic era loan in 2020. The company was in the process of heated contract negotiations with workers when news of the shutdown broke. Employees in Ben Salem are upset, but not surprised. No communication. It happened here in our area, too. People lost their jobs from yellow. It did. What do you say to them idiots that pushed their company to go bankrupt? Their union membership. And today, this is kind of going to go fly right into what we're talking about here. A growing number of American workers are now working past 65. You know what I hope yellow does? What? I hope... It gets through to bankruptcy and stuff like that. Restructures under a different name and doesn't hire any union workers. That would be smart. Don't you think that would be smart? I talked to my buddy who owns a, a trucking company, and he told me a story about some years ago that there was one employee that tried to get others to join the union. And the first thing he says is, I'm going to shut this thing down within 24 hours and restructure it under my wife's name and you won't have a fucking job. And he pays his truck drivers good. But they still wanted to go forward and pressure him about this union crap. The Teamsters are one of the biggest frauds there is out there. You know, they're the ones that loans the money to the outfit and all the mobs, your pension fund. And then they Democrats give them millions of dollars in bailout money to stay afloat. Basically, so that money can come back to their campaign funds. I'm upset about this. I seen this. I was furious. Because Yellow's been an icon in the trucking industry. What do you think about their union pushing a company out of business? I think it's ridiculous, and I think the worst part of it was is the fact that the, the employees got no kind of warning, no advanced notification on, hey, this is what's going on. They just show up, and there's it, it's locked up. It's their fault, though, isn't it? Company couldn't uh, make any money. Yeah, but if you think about it, out of the 30,000, there were 22 that were union. And the rest but the were rest, office. The rest were office people. You know, and look at the look at those people that weren't in the union that are now jobless because of what the union did. And it's like, OK, makes you rethink whether or not being in a union is a good or a bad thing. And in this situation, I'd say it was bad. Like Nitro just said, they offered an eleven dollar an hour raise over six years and the Teamsters refused it. You know, a lot of trucking companies, the LTLs and the air freights and all that stuff. They pay pretty damn good already. You know, here in Chicago, you're looking upwards of $25 an hour. That ain't good. I would consider it good. That's more. Plus than you I get make. your benefits more than I make an hour. I'd take it. Not That's why a lot of trucking companies are like, screw your unions. When UPS took overtook uh, overnight. Now they're fucking with UPS. Well, they're making billions of dollars a year. Yeah, but look at their payroll. They're actually losing money after the payroll and benefits. 
I just really, you know what? I really can't feel for those that are in unions anymore. Unions are like, they're, they're outdated. Well, and then the thing is, is what do these people get out of this? They're besides the fact that there are no jobs. Do they get anything? Nothing. Well, their pensions are safe if you earned one. But other than that, you can't work. You think you're going to go to, I don't know what they were making, uh, probably 40 bucks an hour. Where else in the trucking industry are you going to go to make that? You're not. You're not. You're going to have so, to lessen your expensive and take less. So one thing a lot of people don't understand is companies are actually in the business of making money. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that employ you. When they don't make money, you don't have a damn job. I just found this sickening that this happened. It's sad. All those people out of work. And you have firsthand knowledge of this because you know people that worked at the Belvedere uh, Chrysler plant. Yeah, a lot of them. And what were they saying? Were they doing the poor me shit? Why they voted for the people that were the union? Pretty much. they They were all... Oh, no, I don't got a job. And I was like, okay, go fucking work at Amazon. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Is Amazon the next place they're going to go after? You know, it wouldn't surprise me. It really wouldn't. I mean, I highly doubt they're unionized. I don't know. I haven't haven't looked into it. I personally don't know. I know only about two or three people personally that work there, and I've never really asked, but... Mm. You know, yeah, the question is, is what company's next? What company's going to go out of business next to put all kinds of people out of out of jobs? And a lot of these people that are driving those trucks are at the age where other companies might not want to hire them. Oh, you're damn right. Because they've been doing it for so long. And they want younger blood in there. And they want the younger ones so they can keep them on longer. There might be some people out there that that lost their jobs from this company that maybe only had a good two or three, four, maybe five years left behind the wheel. And what these idiots didn't understand is we're in a recession. If uh, the media wants to admit it or not with this interest and all that bullshit, my little brother is a truck driver. Yeah. And they're having a hard time getting freight right now. And he's over the damn road. They're having a hard time getting freight. You know, in a recession, it affects every aspect of the economy. Well, exactly. You know, and if you, if you, I mean, look at all the companies now because of yellow truck, the yellow trucking company going out of business. I mean, what they say, Walmart and, you know, Home Depot. Yeah, they had some major freaking companies that were under them. I mean, I know Walmart has their own trucking company as well, but I think those are delivery and you know what? Another Whatever. thing that the companies are going to face, I think, in 20 years, mark my word. Elon Musk is already making an automated truck, an automated semi. And I was talking to my buddy, you know, line haul drivers that go, say, from here to Ohio or something like that. They're making like $1,000 a week. Next thing you know. You got an automated truck that they can program to go one place to another. You don't have to pay them. Yeah, I was going to say, you ain't got to pay nobody. <laughs> That's where it's going. And these unions are outdated. And they're causing nothing but problems for their members. Hell, a lot of their members don't like the Democrats. But their money goes there. 
That's that's why I believe in a right to work uh, state. I'm going to work whatever. I want to work. You're not going to force me into a damn union. <laughs> Unions used to be good. Yeah. In the 40s and 50s. When, you know, they got a lot of good stuff passed. But now, like they said in the comment section, they overstepped their game. How would you feel being one of them uh, 8,000 office workers that weren't represented by the union, well, but I, you lost your job because of the union? I'd be pissed. I'd be upset and pissed. And you never want to see a woman upset and pissed at the same time. <laughs> no, uh, they scorn and shit they, like that. They become spider monkeys. But <laughs> yeah, she has that right. They are spider monkeys. But, it, I mean, it's 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 pathetic because... I'm sure a lot of those people that were in the office were working there for just as long as some of these drivers. Yeah. You know, 20, 30 years maybe. And it's like, now what? Now they get into a situation where they got to work two jobs and work until they're freaking right there to the grave. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the sad part of the things nowadays is people, people can't retire between the ages of 60 and 65 anymore. And that's where they want the uh, social security to land too, where mm -hmm. they just keep, uh, you know, getting older and older and older. They want you to work to the bone, but I, you know what? I have to look at it, uh, from the company's point of view too. And if I, uh, you know, cause I knew a guy that, uh, worked at yellow and he was rah, rah, rah teamsters. Well, now what the fuck are you going to do? Are you going to make your house payments? Are you going to make that uh, $100,000 Ford F-150s payment now that you don't have a damn job? Mm -hmm. Unions don't understand. They affect everybody in their company. So, I don't know. Too damn bad, drivers. You know, you're stupid. And truck drivers are some of the hardest working people. Yeah, but you don't deserve 50 bucks an hour. I'm sorry. Well, if it wasn't for truck drivers, we wouldn't have our groceries. We wouldn't have anything. Anything that you see in stores, you wouldn't have if it wasn't for a truck driver. Probably. That's probably what they were looking for. 50 an hour plus all these badass benefits. Come on. If a company can't pay it, they're going out of business. You got no job. It's easy. Yeah. So let's talk about this and continue here about the number of American workers that are now working past 75. I can't even imagine that. Working your whole damn life and you still have to work until you're almost dead. If you, what is it? The national uh, lifespan is what? 72 or something like that. Something like that. So that's just craziness. Maybe that's why we see all the older uh, door greeters between health insurance. Well, and the sad part is, is those that are doing the door greeting at Walmart, they're all considered part time. So they don't even get health insurance from the companies. This is true. Most but what they get paid in Social Security, can't you can't make it. No, you can't. People can't live off that anymore. 
and you, it's like you sit there when you're in your you know 20s 30s maybe even 40s and dream about the day where you can retire and you know like at 65 and you know enjoy your life some people like to enjoy it on the golf course other people like to do other things and it's like now you can't even do that anymore mm -mm. Mm -mm. You know, it's like uh, I, I actually know one of the door greeters at Walmart and he's 70 years old. You Holy know? Cow. And, well, you know what? Maybe some people need something to do. They say your lifespan uh, extends if you work because you got something to look forward to and you're just not sitting around where. Well, he specifically told me he had to go back to work because his wife passed away this past year. So now it's just a one income. Mm -hmm. And he said with him being on Social Security, it's not cutting it. He doesn't have enough money to support just himself. So he had to go back to work, he said. Isn't that bad that he didn't have the money to just support himself? Mm -hmm. Because that tells you how low Social Security really is right now. They give you peanuts. Say you worked 50 damn years and you paid 50 years into the system. You get peanuts out of it. I'd be pissed. 15% of your salary goes to freaking Social Security disability. Well, and the bad news nowadays is seniors don't have the retirement savings that they thought they'd have. Yeah, because it's too busy getting whacked in the freaking 401k. And on, did you know... That only 35% of Americans between the ages of 55 and 64, which is normally the retirement age, they have a pension or retirement savings held in 401k. But the problem is, is their jobs, their lovely coveted jobs, aren't doing the proper matching programs. So well, that's true. It's basically well, look like uh, personal savings account. Look at uh, what Toby said. Good morning at China's Viper Pit. One challenge is today's young millennial and Gen Z people don't want to start at minimum wage. They want fifty dollars an hour right out of high school or college. Mm -hmm. So the work ethic ain't like the boomers and Generation X. They just think it's. I want $50 an hour. And I'm sorry. A lot of jobs aren't going to give you that right out of college. Oh, hell no. You know, a lot of jobs, when you get right out of college, you're going to go through uh, uh, like maybe a year's worth of, you know, training mm -hmm. where you're going to be lucky. You get half of what you should be making. Very, very well said. You know, it could take the first year to make sure you're what they want. And you can do what you're supposed to do and what you were schooled at. Well, let me play devil's advocate here. Let me play devil's advocate. Don't you think it's up to the employee to save for their retirement? Well, of course it is. But you know how hard it is to save for anything with how much everything costs now? Well, that's true. But at the same time, does it go on to the company to have to... Uh, well, I think Help if you, your future. I, I think if you're getting into the 401k, as as far as I'm concerned, if they're going to guarantee you that they're going to match dollar for dollar or fifty cents to every dollar, then they need to come through with that. 
I agree if they make that promise. If that's what they're if that's what their 401k states that this is what they're going to do, then they need to follow through. Do you think they should be required if they don't want to do that uh, to match it? What do you mean? Meaning they never told you they were going to pay into it. Should they have to? A lot of people sign up for a 401k specifically because of the fact that their company matches either dollar for dollar or 50 cents to the dollar. And I think people wouldn't even bother signing up with to get a 401k if the company didn't do some sort of matching. Right. Me personally, I wouldn't have signed up for a 401k if I didn't know my company wasn't going to put something in there. Like Steve said, uh, no one uh, wants to take responsibility for their own actions anymore. What do you think? Meaning if they do got access to a 401k and they don't participate in it, then isn't that their fault? It's the employee's fault if they choose not to take a 401k. Then you're going to have to sit at home and figure how you're going to save money yourself. Whether you buy, you know, I don't know, stock, bonds, whatever, or just have an actual savings account. Now, but, see it, what... but, it's, but it's super hard to put money into savings because it's like the minute you get it in, you're paying it out on bills or groceries or gas or. Well, that's what and, people and don't it, understand. Their voting has uh, consequences. And you're lucky if by your next paycheck, you got $11 in your checking account. Very true. C-130 says he's a millennial born in 88, have the work ethic of Gen X or a boomer. I can't stand people that want $50 out of school. I make 22 now, but I work my ass off to get where I'm at. Well, hell, where I'm at, I started at friggin' like eight, nine dollars an hour, and I'm above that now, which I'm not gonna say what I'm at, but I'm above I'm like way above that now, but I busted my ass for five years just to get where I'm at. And the funny thing is, is if I ever choose to leave where I'm at, the other companies, if I chose to go to another gas station, they aren't offering what I'm making. See, the problem with you, you always sell yourself uh, short. I always do. You think you should have, you should stay in the same industry where you should go outside your box and actually you're, get what you're worth. That's what you should be doing right now is in the background. You have the time to be able to say, okay, let me find something else and uh, yeah, but get you what also, I'm worth. You but you get too freaking, how can I say it? comfortable where you don't want change not only that but you also got to look at the big picture of it i am 50 years old and a lot of these companies want people in their 20s or 30s so they know they're going to be there so basically you're giving up i never said i was giving up trust me i'm still filling out apps but you it looks like you're giving up with that attitude I, I think if I was a company, I'd rather hire somebody older because I know they at least be dependable. Well, you would hope that's what people would think, but not a lot of people think that way. That is the biggest problem with this world is thinking, hey, somebody in their 40s or 50s is going to be more reliable and more responsible when it comes to showing up to work. Yeah, right. Come Road Rage. Uh, he says China Dow works for fun with Halloween making seven figures of that YouTube money. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was seven figures. Trust me. If it was seven figures, I wouldn't have a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> 
right? I mean, I mean, the sad thing now is companies don't look at your work ethic. They don't look at how long you've been at jobs. You know, they don't, they don't take, there's so much that companies don't take into account. Like, okay, I've had perfect attendance all five years at my job. You do work. Does hard. anybody ever take that in account? Doesn't that show that you're reliable and you're responsible? Not only perfect attendance for working at a company for five years, but I've covered for everybody and anybody who's needed coverage. But does somebody take that into a uh, take that into effect when they're looking for well, a new hire? See, you should look at Melissa as an example. She did a career change at fifty five. You go, girl. So it is possible. Well, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying that I'm talking about what companies look at nowadays. They well, don't look at the, the the small things. And, you know, they it's like a lot of companies. And I'm not going to lie because I've watched my boss check out people's resumes and look at their age. Which they shouldn't be doing any damn way. You know, so it's like you sit there and go, God, I wonder what people are thinking when they see mine. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things people don't pay attention to on a resume and they concentrate too much on stupid shit. Well, they could end up paying more in the end. What's another one that uh, they got here? Because this was a really good article that you pulled. Really good one. Well, working past 65 isn't an option that's available to all seniors facing retirement saving shortfall. It says those who work at delivery, construction, janitorial, caregiving, nursing, farming, for example, are often not physically able to continue working beyond traditional retirement age. So they end up having to do something else than what they were already doing. You know, I have a very interesting question for you. What? Do you think it's our fault that we have the health problems that we do when we get older? What do you mean? Meaning, say, you can't breathe because of emphysema. Me, I'm a chimney smoker. Yeah. You can't blame that on anybody else. No, you can't. That's your own fault for being a smoker. Or if you're overweight, you can't walk to the door. Uh, again, that's something that's under your own control. It's not anybody else's fault. So should you feel sorry for those type of people that can't go out and keep working? Me personally, I don't because they brought things on themselves. But as far as, you know, let's say this person's, you know, 60 years old and, you know, arthritis or something like that, you know, a person can't control that. True. You know, physical, physical disabilities like, like, man, arthritis after a while can be pretty debilitating. Hey, look at that. Mike decided to get up today. Oh, he's awake. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I got there. <laughs> Some things are fit you makes you physically you know, and like when you're physically unable to do the same job you've been doing after retirement age, you know, I, I don't see a lot of people in their sixties who did construction all their life still doing it. Oh hell no. You know what I mean? Those are the ones that you're gonna see working at a gas station or working as a cashier at like a grocery store or you know, something to that aspect. You know, I don't 
only blame inflation, but I blame, let's go to say rentals. You got to blame the landlords too for some of this because they want astronomical amounts of money for rent. And that puts people at a real fucked up position. You know, and tell me if I'm wrong. I'm probably totally wrong on this. But, you know, when people get to a specific age, I think rental places need to keep that in mind when they're renting to somebody over the age of, let's say, 55, 60. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I know there's places out there where you can live where they take your income into account. But, you know, I mean, well, hey. look at New York City, man, them motherfuckers. You have to have freaking that kind of uh, program where you can't raise rent to a specific point. And I agree with you, Marianne. A lot of rent prices doubled after COVID. Well, the, because I, a lot of landlords lost out on money because people weren't paying during COVID because exactly, people weren't working. Exactly. So the, what do they do? They turn around and they double or double or at least you know at least double your rent and it's ridiculous people can't get two bedrooms of and like two bedroom let's say a two bedroom two bath or a three bedroom two bath around here is almost 1500 to 2000 a month exactly you know and it's like even even like a, a one bedroom apartment nowadays you're looking at $1200 in most areas so it's like, how do you expect somebody to live? Mm -hmm. You know, and people, there's a lot of people out there that don't want to go to the hood or whatever you want to call it. The, the Hell no, I don't want to go to the hood. The dangerous neighborhoods. Or, they'll get all pissed off for me taking their watermelon and chicken. <laughs> well, people, you notice in some areas, it's going to be cheaper in rent. And that's why, because it's not the safest neighborhood to live in. And the normal person's not going to want to go there and live. Just so Hollywood wouldn't, be, Hollywood wouldn't be safe in uh, the ghetto? Oh, well, I think you'd be safe, but, you know. You think? They maybe? wouldn't want you there. They wouldn't. I'd be eating all their Popeyes. Well, like Marianne, her daughter for a two-bedroom is paying $1,300 a month. That's and a lot of money, depending on where of, you live. It's a that's lot actually of money. cheap in our area, though. That's a lot of money for a two-bedroom, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know up where our daughter's at, they've got some good price rentals, but because there's nothing up there because there's she's bears, but she's in a small town. You go to the next biggest town, which is the town she works in. Her friend has a studio apartment for $1,200 a month as studio. Well, it's different where you live around people and not bears. There's fucking bears and moose walking across the street. No. Well, yeah. In her town. Of course she's paying less. You got nothing but animals as neighbors that want to eat your ass. Nobody wants to live there. But yeah, people you know want to live in some type of town, to, uh, you know, they're going to pay. Like where we're at, we're one of the 10 uh, top towns in the state to live at. Well, and in our I will say the town that we live in the minute a house goes up for sale or for rent, it's gone in less than two days. It is. It is gone. That is how fast things sell in this town that we live in. It is gone that quick. Mm -hmm. Except for this one house. There is this one house over the bridge. That just won't sell? It's, it's always up for rent. 
But it's like every six months that place is up for rent. So it's there's got to be something wrong with that. No, house. it's probably that he wants a lot of money because they know they can get it here. But I'm just saying, there's. I drove past it. The house is not the greatest on the outside. So I can only imagine what the inside looks Chicago, like. Chicago, $1,000 for Studio and Joliet. I can't believe that, man. Holy shit. That's the armpit of the state. Joliet. They got a good casino there. That's about all I know. Everything else is like an armpit. I'm sorry. But, it, I mean, it's it's sad because I, me personally, I'm actually looking forward to retirement age. I mean, I know I've got at least 15 years to go, but it's like if I could retire now, I probably would. But I can't. God, no. Hell no. I don't want you retiring. You don't want me hanging out. Hell no, hell. man. My vacations when you go to work. I know. I mean, I think I, I think I'd work till the day I die, to be honest with you. Hopefully not where I'm at now, but I I think I think I will. You got to get over this. Bored. You got to get over this comfort shit. That is the problem with you. You don't like change. I don't. And change is what holds you back because you don't want to do it. You just want to be comfortable. You don't want to experience new things. Not usually. <laughs> I like my routine. Yeah, and your routine <laughs> is not making you a good life because you're not experiencing different things. She hates when I start talking about this because am I right or wrong? I want to know. What? I'm not, I'm not answering. I don't like you. <laughs> I'm not answering you right now, sir. God, shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> She feels like I'm picking on her when I'm really not. Go bother somebody else. Go mess with Sandy. I'm trying to help you here, but you look at me like an asshole. Well, I mean, the shoe fits. The shoe fits my ass. <laughs> and you're right, Dirty Knobs. A lot of people move into vans. You know, the the van lifestyle. You see it all over the internet. Well, and trailer parks are being more and more, you know, trailer parks, RV parks. I mean, they're becoming more and more popular because they're not as expensive. Yeah. I mean, rental, renting a trailer in a trailer park isn't expensive, but the property fee is. <laughs> Thing with moving down the Florida, Rich, you're dead wrong, man. My brothers live down there and they're, oh my God, do they pay out the ass. There might not be any income taxes or excise or excise taxes. They're paying, trust me. You can't go down there and live any damn more. You can't get anything. It's worse than freaking uh, California now with the prices for the houses and stuff like that. When and they I, both have beautiful houses. Yeah, they got beautiful houses, uh, but they fucking paying for that. And, that, you know, what else we got here about the Americans working over uh, 75? All right, now here's the funny thing. They talk about people of color and women have a tougher time. Oh, they do. Women and people of color are more, much more vulnerable to financial insecurity and in retirement. Is it because of the lack of uh, financial education? Let me continue. You don't want to answer that. Let me continue. Let me continue. The report shows that while white men had a median income of oh, 65000 in 2019, Bang on the white, white, boys. white women only earned about 48000 
Black men earned 47,000, black women 40,000, Hispanic men 40,000, Hispanic women 33,000. Why do you think that is? I want to know, why do you think that is? Because everybody bangs on the white man. Education. So it's education. I don't know. Why? Why is it? Hollywood. Well, that's what I'm asking because everybody bangs on us. Is it because we do have a different outlook on life and we don't think people owe us shit so we have to go out there and work for it? Well, you got to bust your ass. Women, I do understand, they get fucked. Because they, sh- if they're doing a job a man's doing, they should be able to get that equal pay. So I do see where they're getting fucked. But at the same time, women don't know how to negotiate shit. Am I right or wrong in that one? Yeah. Because when I go do something, I negotiate. it would take me a while to get where I want to be. I believe that you don't take less than what you think you're worth. You have to take what you're worth. If not, you move on. Because if you give it up, you're going to be miserable. Where women don't do that. You know, that's why I I looked at you the other day when you said, uh, you know, our daughter got a new contract. And I was like, okay, what did she negotiate it to? And it was like, she only got this much over last year. I was like, where the fuck did she negotiate? Well, she didn't. She just took it. She didn't. So you can't blame them for you being stupid. Uh, I told her she was stupid. She should have went for more, but she didn't. Because what she does is in very high demand. Yeah. With not a lot of people that are in it. No, especially now that you can. But but what with what she does, knowing that it's in high demand and the fact that she's going to have to work in two schools instead Mm -hmm. of just one for this coming year. And you know what? You if had- you're going to work in two schools instead of just one, I told her she should have pushed for at least another five grand. Here's where Mike is right on you. Oh, Jesus. Shut up, Mike. Women, <laughs> they are scared to even ask for a damn raise after being there for 15 years. You, you do it every fucking year, and I want to slap you. I get a raise every year. Yeah, a nickel. No, a quarter. So you think you're worth all that work you've done for an extra quarter? Nope. So why don't you fight? Oh, I will when they actually decide. Oh, you know what? You say that every year, but you don't. No, I don't. Because this year, well, for one, they're a month late in giving me my freaking yearly review. And what have you done about it? I've bitched every day and even messaged the DM. But guess what? The DM doesn't even respond back. So why don't you go to the home office and say, hey, I'm up for review. Because I got to be at work to do the home office. And by the time I get to work at four o'clock in the afternoon, home office is closed. So why don't you walk your ass up there and do it during the day when you can do it? Then I got to listen to her. See, that's the problem. <laughs> I got to listen to her and she's going to be all up in my business. If somebody came to me and said, I want to give you a quarter of raise, I say, you know what? Get on your knees, suck my dick. That's exactly how face I face to face it. with my district manager is mission impossible. She never freaking returns your calls and she's hard. To, no, she's uh, hard to find. No excuses here. No, no. Let's do no excuses. How is that an excuse? When somebody offers me. Stores? Somebody offers me a quarter. Additional an hour. I'm going to slam it in their face. Because I know I got the negotiation table here. 
where they have no people that work there. They have a an employee turnover. Oh my god, our store is pathetic with that. So they need me. So you're gonna pay me. That's how simple it works. If you need me, you pay me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why white men make more money than everybody else because they're not afraid to negotiate. Now you'll have everybody else come on later, call me racist and shit like that and put all kinds of freaking excuses why minorities don't make the money. Well, have you noticed the majority of, and, and I could be wrong, but this is my opinion. The majority of the minorities work in physically labor intensive jobs. So do white men. But you don't see the majority of like Hispanics or any other ethnicities working in like, uh, I don't know, high, de- high demand, like lawyer, doctor, all that kind of stuff. A but is it the white dude. man's fault for doing that? No, I'm just saying, God, fuck. I'm going to shut up now. What about Steve's comment here? Steve made a damn good comment here. Most men are willing to walk away and find a new job, but women are afraid to have no job. Men and women are wired different difference. Oh yeah. Well, I will definitely say flat out that I would be terrified to like actually go into my work, which I I say I'm going to do all the time and quit (laughs) without having a backup plan. If I, uh, cause financially we couldn't afford for me to actually quit and not have something else to go to. So my thing. So you feel stuck. I saw a lot of times I feel stuck because right now I don't have a backup plan. So it's like uh, if I walk in there because they piss me off or they don't give me the raise that I know I'm worth. Whenever they finally come around to do it. But that actually should put more oomph in your step to want to go out there and find something instead of playing solitaire on your phone. You should be on that shit until you find something. Look at the dirty look I'm getting. But am I wrong in that kind of thinking? If you really want to get out of there, you'd be Um, on that shit? They would update the shit more often on the places I'm looking for jobs instead of me finding the same exact jobs that I've already applied to every time I go in there. So basically, it's their fault, not yours. Oh, my God. That's... (laughs) <laughs> hey Hollywood Hollywood Eat a bag of dicks I know I'm gonna smack you with a bag of dicks And fucking throw my slipper at you Boy I love radio But I love a good pee even more Turn it up And piss somebody off Shake a leg and zip it up Oh my god Now or never Here it comes Take yourself on a journey Into the unknown Yeah are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Yeah, it was time to change the subject there. Old China now getting pissed off at me. I told her, you know, why don't you just do OnlyFans? You make a lot of money in there. There's a lot of guys that want to whack off to an old freaking uh, cougar. So she, she, uh, you look, yeah, you're looking uh-huh. at me like that. They, you know, they want to whack off to an old uh, cooter. Uh, so you might find a niche. 
You always have to find a niche seriously? when you're doing this shit. Yeah, seriously. yeah, seriously. Seriously. So what's in the news today? What do we got you're in a, the news? You're a dick. Give me one news story that I want to go into uh, Cards Against Humanity and Twitter twat. What do you mean give you only one news story? I've got three. Go to one, man. Oh, my God. Uh, have you ever heard of Lake Lanier? Lake Lanier. No, I haven't. All right. Well, now you're gonna. I heard of Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, but I'm a Midwest guy. You're stupid. A man died from electrocution on Sunday after jumping into Lake Lanier, a destination that has built a reputation among some as haunted. Really? Lake Lanier is located in northern Georgia. And here she is. She believes in ghosts. <laughs> but since it it was a man-made reservoir open to the public in 1956, and the lake has gained the reputation of one of the deadliest bodies of water in the United States, with over 700 deaths reported across its nearly six-decade history. Don't uh, you think you don't go into that shit? On Sunday, <coughs> the Georgia Department of Natural Resources reported the death of 24-year-old Thomas Milner at the Lake... At the lake near How did lake he like near get electrocuted? Did, was there an I'm, eel in there or something? No. Taking place on Thursday, the uh, incident saw Milner get electrocuted after jumping into the water from a dock owned by his family. The family friend was first to try to pull Milner out of the water using a ladder, but was unsuccessful. Neighbors then took a boat out onto the water where one jumped in trying to rescue him and the individual reported feeling a burning sensation in the water, realizing that it was an electrical shock from an unknown source. The individual swam back to shore, switched off an electrical power box, which allowed him to return safely and pull Milner out of the water. Yeah. That was stupid. No, it's not stupid. That was stupid. Numerous supernatural stories and superstitions have cropped up around Lake Lanier over the over the decades due to its deadly history. You know what? People get all freaking stupid, man. Oh, there's ghosts in there. Shut up. It's not ghosts. Isn't that kind of weird that one location has killed over 700 people? No. One body it's of water. It's just called stupidity. A man-made reservoir? Yeah, man-made. That's like going over to where we're at. That's a man-made reservoir at that park. There's probably trucks underneath. And yeah, you're going to get stupid and get caught up. Shut up, stupid. I don't know. I Let's go to Twitter twat. I thought it was cool. You're just a dick. I guess I am. I am a dick. I thought it was cool. You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go push you. I'm going to go push you in Lake Lanier. Dork. Dick. Why are you so mean this morning? Why are you so mean this morning? Oh, yeah. I forgot to say how uh, how beautiful you yeah, look this see, morning. See, you had nothing nice to say today. I, I, I just said it. You're very beautiful today. You're full of shit. <laughs> it ain't my fault. Your uh, cooter pockets all freaking uh, webbed up and stuff like that. Shit's getting deep in here. I need higher boots on. Okay. Ooh, ouch! Oh, nice one. Wipe the cum off your lips. Oh, if we're gonna, if we're gonna go old school. Oh, right yeah, let's go old school. You're telling so much shit right now. Your eyes are turning brown instead of green, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I need Jesus. Yeah, you fucking do need Jesus. 
So what do we got going on on Twitter twat today? Fucking me deleting a shit ton of dick pics. I'm so sick of this. What about uh, pickup lines here? What do we got as far as pickup lines? Uh, people that are dumb. <laughs> well, they want to hear how dumb people are. All right. Well, let's go check it out. Come on. You should have your Twitter twat uh, segment already up. Not always. You know, uh, they don't want to hear dead air. Oh, this one just invited me to see his private pics again. I'm fuck? talking about pickup lines. We already know that all the dick pics get sent. All right. Here we go. Jesus Christ is no joke. Well, no, I talk to him every day when I get high. I get high, I talk to Jesus, then if, it depends on my highness. It's either I talk to Buddha first, Jesus, and or the old man himself. It's going to be a hot one today. What are you wearing? Really? Yeah, I just got that. Do I have to give like a school on oh, fuck. how to pick up a chick? Really? <laughs> how Dumb is that one. It's going to be hot outside today. What are you wearing? Yeah, that was that. that Dude, you know what? I just opened it. I just you need to get it. a freaking uh, emoji that is like a bag of dicks and smack them with it. Oh, God. I wish I could find one. <laughs> dick. Bag of dicks. So basically, all they do is send a dick pic, but they don't say anything. Yeah, a lot of them just it says that they favorited me and here's access to my dick pics. Yay. <laughs> so actually, there's, you know, I'm going to have to say Tinder ain't a good place for people to hook up, especially a woman. Am I right in this? Yeah, pretty much. These people suck. Because you really don't get any choices. Now, I know Mike Ball, uh, he met his old lady on Tinder. Well, this, this Maybe it works different for younger ones. This dude goes... I'm powering through the week. I see you like whiskey. What's your favorite? What the fuck? They need to go to the Hollywood school. <laughs> this is what I'm getting. They're this never going to get laid. This is what I'm getting. What's your favorite? Not you. <laughs> they won't. They'll never get laid. It's so sad. I had, I had one yesterday that I was like, okay, that's dumb too. Uh, now Mike, I can, I can see myself in your eyes. What? I, I was like, what the fuck? Well, Mike just well, better, said it's better definitely see, a younger people's app. Better to see yourself in my eyes because you're definitely not getting in between my thighs, motherfucker. Ooh, she just <laughs> thought that one up. I'd send that one back. No, I did. <laughs> That's what I sent him back. So, do you think we ha handle the app different than uh, younger ones? Yeah, because the younger ones are all about you know they're not. Oh, I'm gonna open them dick pics. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what it is. Oh, I think they're more uh, conscious of uh, what they're looking for. And <laughs> what? Rage. Rage just sent me a bunch of dick pics. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Good thing. Thanks, Rage. They're hot. <laughs> mm. Those are the best five dick pics I've ever seen. What? Uh, yeah, guitar picks. <laughs> <laughs> guitar picks that all say "dick" on them. <laughs> Mike is. At, you know what? Mike is the only guy who actually found someone decent on Tinder. Well, I guess he's the lucky one. He is. 
uh, you know, I wonder how long it actually did take him. Yeah, Mikey, how long it. did it take you? How long did it take you to find someone? I would have to say it, it's work to do that Tinder stuff. Dude, you know, you know what sucks is it's like for me, I guess, because most of these people that are sending me messages, send them to me in the daytime when like like when I'm here doing this. So they don't work or what? I, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, you fuckers even have a job now. He oh. claims four days. Four days it took him to found hit find his. You still got your Tinder thing? Did you take it down? You still got it? I don't know, man. Ain't that Tinder fucking expensive? It's like, dude, who wants to pay? What is it like 20 bucks a week or some shit? It's not. Yeah, it's like 19 something a week. I'm like, really? Fuck that, dude. So why would you know we do it for a skit? But damn, I just imagine. You know what? There has to be more single guys than there is women on that thing. I, I don't know. Is that the case? I, I think there's way, way more men than there are women. And they wonder why they get nowhere because all they do is send dick pics. They don't want to do it serious. People, I don't know when they're going to get it in their head. We don't want your dick pic. <laughs> Unless we ask for it, we don't freaking want it. And men are just sick people. They don't understand that. It's just really, if you're going to, I'm going to still stick to the same story. Fucking manscape, motherfucker. I don't want to see no 70s bush, just like I'm sure you men don't want to see 70s bush on a woman. No, we don't. So clean it up, dude. So what would be the first, you know, what advice would you give somebody if they're a man going after a woman on one of these apps? Dude, be respectful. I think that that's number one. Be respectful. I mean, Jesus, your stupid ass pickup lines. I don't even know how the hell they work. And that's why your uh, shit gets deleted off mine because it's not working for you. Why don't they just go and say, hey, my name is this. And how are you doing? Here's a little bit about myself. Start it like a normal conversation. Like you're going to talk to your friend. Stop with the dumb shit pickup lines. They don't work. They really don't. I mean, you're going to get a smart ass like me who gives smart ass responses back mm-hmm. because your pickup lines are fucking stupid. Right. Just start it like a normal conversation. Hey, how you doing? Happy Tuesday. My name is, you know, I think you would get a, I think you'd get a lot more further. I think you'd have if you start it like you're having a normal conversation with somebody, you're going to ha- actually get a normal conversation in return. Well, Mike is giving some advice. Uh, How are you doing? And then stop it with how are you? How are you? And no more responses after that. Just quick and easy to try to start a conversation. I mean, it's good to find out your name and just, yeah. But sending the dick pic ain't going to get you anywhere. No. Be like, hey, how's your day going? And leave it. Hi, I'm Joe. How's your day going? Because that gives a woman a more incentive to respond. Because if somebody sent me a a message saying, hey, I'm Joe. How's your day going? I'd be like, hi, Joe. I'm. (laughs) You'll actually get a good response. I'll actually respond back. But it's like, hey, I favorited you. Here's the access to my dick pics. (laughs) I'm not going to. Nobody wants to see that shit. Delete. (laughs) Delete, delete, delete. And then block. I was like, no, I don't know. 
And you know, if it, seriously, if a man was looking for a woman, and she sent over cooter pocket pics, first thing that I'm gonna think is she's a whore. I don't want to get into that. How many others got into it? Exactly. So I think it works both ways. And I'm ways. sorry, but dicks and vaginas are not attractive to look at. Not if you don't want to see it. I mean, if you're asking, going, hey, send me a picture. I mean, that's different if you're asking to somebody to send you a picture. Mm. Or I'll send you mine if you send me yours. Right. You know, whatever. You're asking. But don't just be like, hey, look at this. Bam, there's my dick. I don't even know what your face looks like, but now I know what your dick looks like. Thanks. And for you that. don't even know if it's his dick. Exactly. You get catfish with yeah. a dick pic. You don't even know. They probably cropped it off of like, you know, Pornhub or something. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. Oh, my goodness gracious, man. Tinder twats. <laughs> That's dumb. why we call it that segment, because you're a twat. Because y'all are some dumb twats. Little mats. <laughs> Oh, my God. And they pay for that shit. Road rage. I'll just send them a video of me licking my own eyebrows. Works every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I don't know why, Rage. I could totally see you doing it. <laughs> anyway, you guys and gals, have a good one. It's Taco Tuesday. Get out there on your motorcycle and be safe, baby. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of them.